Welcome to Living a Fanatical Life Podcast, where empowering conversations and strategies reside to shift your mind, ignite your journey, and create an excitement experience for your life purpose. As your host, Bridget Washington, the podcast is designed to provide a platform of empowerment, lifestyle, and personal professional development, and interviews with subject matter experts whose dream to reality screams wow factor to the listener. And today we're going to give you a fanatical quote. Don't let a limit label you. Now let's get straight into our guest. So I'm happy and I'm super duper excited to welcome our guest, Raquel Benneby Hart. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Raquel Benneby Hart is the founder of Raquel Benneby International, and she is a driven, creative problem solver with a global mindset. Her background as an award-winning Fortune 500 trained business business development strategist spans over 20 years of combined experience in marketing, branding, communications, project management, event production, and training, working with notable global brands, high net worth, individuals, celebrities, diplomats, governments, and private firms. Drawing on Raquel's experience in executive management, she was seconded to serve as the executive assistant to the Minister of State for Grand Bahamas in the office of the Prime Minister, where she presently manages the day-to-day operations as liaison to diplomatic, government, investor, and community stakeholders. Raquel is viewed as a high-level influencer in the community, business, and government. Raquel's impact and results are seen as an entrepreneur, empowerment speaker, executive coach, ecosystem builder, and event producer, planner, and host. Welcome to the show. It is good to join you today, Bridget. It's such a pleasure to be with you. And I'm just delighted and looking forward to what this conversation will be all about it. You know, I'm expecting excitement, enlightenment, empowerment to all of our listeners today. So I'm just glad to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation and to be able to join you. Absolutely. It's my pleasure to have you on. And I appreciate you so much for being able to come on. So let's just go ahead and dive in to getting to know who you are and what's going on in your fanatical life. So tell me about this power of process that you talk about. Well, Bridget, that is a an experience. It's a journey in itself. I usually like to say life is a journey of people, places, and perspectives. What do you see? And it's all about how you see it. And the journey of life is about process. Process is a series of activities to bring you to a certain end goal. And many times in life, we wish for certain things. And so let's just say we wish for a car. To obtain that car requires a process. You want a home. To obtain that home requires a process. You want a successful life, whatever that is for you, however you define that. Uh, That requires a process. This is a series of things that you have to do. So let's go back to the car. One, you have to determine, can I afford the car? I need to save money for the car. I need to select a car. I need to find the dealership that um, has the car that I'm looking for. 
And um, if I don't have sufficient monies, do I go to a bank or some lending institution to be able to acquire this money? And so all of this activities take place to get to the end goal, which is to be able to have this car. So I like to use uh, alliterations. Like I said earlier, life is a journey of people, places, and perspectives. Okay, so today is about the P. And so for those of you who are into farming, you would be able to have an appreciation of my piece today because I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the process of, I call it the farming. So what happens? And so this process is related to what I would say to beginning to get to the end goal. What is this end goal for a farmer is to reap a harvest. So, I want you to now stick with me and stay with me because I am going to talk about my life in, I guess, almost a third person perspective. So the first thing a farmer has to do is to prepare the ground. He has to remove what weeds, till the soil and ensure that it's um, ready to receive the seed. And so you just don't throw a seed. He prepares the ground. Like all of us serious farmer, he prepares the ground. So, so there's some things that we do, we have to prepare for um, before we can begin to plant seeds. And so that first step is preparation. The second thing is after preparation and thus your soil and your ground is ready, of course, then you plant. So that's when you put your seed into the ground. So now here's the tricky part. In between every step of these activities, there's a waiting period. So you plan, but tomorrow that seed doesn't necessarily sprout. So you have to now wait. So guess what happens in our lives? There's been a number of things that we all have been looking for. I can say for me personally, there have been a number of goals that I wanted to achieve. And you know, we want that quick fix, that microwave instant. I need it to happen now and then get frustrated. And we don't understand in this process, God is preparing us to be able to reap or possess, which will be the fourth. I am actually I'm jumping over my peas to possess his harvest. So here it is. He's preparing us. The seed is the vision that is planted. As we are waiting, mind you, you see the vision. You know what it is that you're going for. You see this car, but you may not have this money at this particular time. Mm -hmm. But you know, I see this red Ferrari. Maybe I'm supposed to get a red Ferrari. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. But you see this red Ferrari. And you know you want this, this, you know, this vision is in your mind. But there's a waiting period, this process of having to prepare to be able to possess this Ferrari. For us, process is painful. Because we have to wait. You are left sometimes in the dark in anticipation of will I achieve this particular goal? Process, in many instances, people give up during process. When the possession of what is to come is just right around the corner because the waiting period, because we don't know and we're not sometimes in control of all of the parameters um, in the process, we feel out of control because if the bank tells you no, then what do I do? I don't have sufficient money. What, what, what do I do? And so a lot of people give up on their vision. They give up on their goals and dreams in process because the waiting period for 
so many becomes a challenge. It's painful. And that's how you always know when you're in process because you have sometimes to make some very challenging decisions. Do I give up? Do I keep pressing on? How do I continue to press on when everybody is telling me no? And But that how, that's how God prunes us and prepares us because that's the other P in the planting process. And so we prepare, we plant, and we get prone because as the seed begins to spring up, the proning process takes place because you have to move away the weeds. And so that's the time when we start to lose some friends, even family members or other associates, or sometimes even as far as thought patterns mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we have to leave behind in order to move forward. And so I'm always reminded of the story with Moses and the promised land. God told him, okay, we're going to a land of milk and honey, and this is going to happen. And there was the process. Mind you, this three-day process turned into a, a three to 11 days. Different people have different perspectives on it turned into a 40-year period. During this 40-year period, there was preparation and a lot of things because what happened, transition happened. Yes. Moses yes. did not enter the promised land. He saw it. He didn't enter. But who entered? Joshua and Caleb. When they went into the city and they were asked, what did they see? See, now remember, life is a journey of people, places, and perspective. What do you see? Everyone else who went in, oh, they saw problems. They saw all of these. We see giants. We, we see all of these things. They forgot about the promise that was given and who gave the promise. And so Joshua and Caleb and said, we were well able to possess the land and possess the land that they did. But it was a process. So in between the time of the promise was given or the vision was given, it took 40 years before they actually got there. How many of us are prepared to wait 40 years to realize a vision? I know many stories. I am one of those persons. I call it somewhat of a late bloomer in some instance, whereby going through process, being going through divorce, being a single mom now, um, living on a new island where there's no immediate family, um, all of that for me was process and was preparing me for the things that I'm doing now. I would not be in the position, I would not be as resilient as I am if I did not go through the process. I just wanna share a bit, and I, I may be jumping a little bit ahead, um, because all of, for me, my entire life story has been one of process and beginning to understand the purpose in process. Because what it does, process not only prepares us, see, these are the benefits, it drives you into purpose. So even though sometimes we want to resist process and we want to, I call it, we, we want to give up in the midst of process, what it does for us, it prepares us, it propels us, and it positions us to be able to possess what that vision is. Because it's not going to happen instantaneously. It will not happen without resistance. But how prepared are you? And that's why when the farmer had to remove the rocks and break up the ground to ensure that that soil is, is, is ready to receive that seed, that is the thing that we go through. Cry if you must, but you must not give up in the midst of process. Because once there's a vision, I can assure you 
that that vision will surely come to pass. And so I am a living testimony of that being, um, like I said, having to transition into a new island, you know, after the divorce, it was, okay, what do I do? How do I do what I do? Um, where do I go from here? And so it was literally starting all over again. And so I had to go through the process of, of being prepared for being on another island, being without immediate family. Um, so that stability or that lean on in case of emergency, I didn't have that. And so I found almost immediately friends are with you when everything is all good. And when it's not going well, then of course you find out who really are your friends at that yeah. moment. And I have watched God in my life time and time again. Once I stuck to the vision and I remained focused, even though there were nights I cried, many nights, many nights I cried trying to figure out how am I going to do this? I have a home with a mortgage to pay. I have a child I'm raising on my own. Um, fortunately, yes, I was working and, and I call it a, a good job, working on a good job. But of course, when there's only one income in the house and you have a daughter like mine who is now in, in college, <laughs> you know, there's always this demand. And so it's like, how am I going to do this? And one day, the scripture, I was reminded of the scripture. What do you have in your hand? So I always tease people and I say, I get paid to talk. <laughs> so, you know, Bridget, I use that gift. Absolutely. And that gift opened up doors for me. And to this day, I guess also I'm here <laughs> with you today sharing because that gift opens up doors for me. I didn't understand what it was all about. And then I started um, preparing. So then I was, I realized, okay, you're good in marketing. Okay. So I started putting the little pieces together, the things that I can do. And I started offering marketing strategies to people. Next thing I knew, I was opening up a business. <laughs> but guess what? That business owned failed. Process. And so I learned a lot in that time as to what I did right, what I didn't do right. Guess what happened? I was able to open up another business and I still have that business today and I'm expanding and opening up other businesses as well. And so all of the, what we consider the hardships of life, the challenges of life, they didn't come to kill us. They came to strengthen us. They came to prepare us. It came to propel us. It came to position us because now, because of all of this, I have a voice that I can share not only in my country here in the Bahamas, but also to the world to be able to encourage women, girls, and others alike by my story to say that if I can make it, you can make it. So it's not impossible. And so for me, the power of process brings you into possession of the harvest. Have I, have I arrived? No, process never ends. You may reach a particular goal, but as soon as another one comes in place, process starts again. And what you find is you start drawing on those past experiences. And you didn't realize sometimes how you overcome a particular experience. Because it's like, oh, wow. That's why I went through that. It was preparing me for this. And so I'm sure many persons can attest to 
going through challenges and finding that going out of those challenges are the experiences that have helped prepare them to be able to overcome other situations. And so the power of process is simply this. It's to go through the process because process will, and I repeat these P's again, it will prepare you, it will propel you, it will position you for purpose. And so that's the power in process. A lot of people run away from it because we don't, we want it easy. We, we just want to go and get it. I wish I could just go on a car lot and say, give me that red Ferrari. See y'all later. Have a nice day. No, otherwise than that, I will have the police following behind me. Absolutely. And we'll be talking here today. <laughs> it's not as simple as that. But God knows exactly what he's doing and how he does what he does. And um, I'm just grateful for process. It's difficult. It's, it's uncomfortable. But when you're uncomfortable is when you normally move or you shift. If you're sitting in that chair long enough, Bridget, I can assure you, when it becomes uncomfortable, you're going to move. Even if it's a little twitch to the side, you will move. And that's what process does. The process makes you a little bit uncomfortable so that you can move. And so you can see it in Mother Nature. You see it in the metamorphosis stage when we talk about transformation. In order to be transformed, you go through a process. We know the butterfly stages. An ugly caterpillar goes through a dark period of going into a cocoon. Nobody's around, similar to the pruning period. You just don't have anybody because God just wants you and him for him to do what he has to do. Who would ever know that this little creepy crawly thing that you're probably <laughs> trying to run from or squash or kill would turn into this beautiful butterfly at the end of the day? Who would know? You don't see that transformation process in that cocoon. But when he bursts up, we all enjoy the beauty of that butterfly. Absolutely. And one thing that I've noticed also is that there's certain things that we go through. And you said a lot of P words, prepare, position, prepare. Um, but one thing is throughout it all, we have to have the patience the patience for God to do what he needs to do, the patience that sometimes he grows us character. So, mm -hmm. And during this whole process of, of the, the positioning, the pruning, definitely the pruning part requires <laughs> the patience. Yeah. Because that's, I think a lot of times, that's where people try to get give up. Yeah. Because they can't take it. They can't take uh, what seems to be like a failure or or it's so hard right now or mm -hmm. nothing's just going the way that you wanted it to. Mm -hmm. But I think there's character and there's perseverance in that season mm -hmm. to get you to where he wants you to go to not for you to grow your faith and increase your faith. Mm -hmm. So that analogy that you gave was awesome. So let's move on to the next question. Um, or tell me a little bit about, you have a lot going on in the Bahamas. Um, <laughs> great things that I see all over social media. And I saw that you just launched a TV network. Tell us about it real quick. Well, RBN TV, which is, um, well, it can go either which way. RBN is an acronym um, for my initials, Raquel Benaby, and also as a dedication to my mom, who's Rose Benaby, um, Network TV. And it's an online streaming platform, and it's designed to 
not be what normally people would probably expect it to be. It's really a place and a platform to give voice mm -hmm. to, I call it hidden talent. And so I found that I had an eye to pick up on giftings and abilities. And so through, in the midst of COVID-19, as we know, the whole world has, it's been the conversation now for the past, what, almost what, six months, um, talking about COVID-19 and its impact. So during a lockdown period here in our country, I was actually already producing a show called The Power of Her Story. And I'm now sitting thinking, okay, I have some time. How do I improve the show? And then this came this download of vision of, okay, you need to start a network. And I'm like, start a network? I don't know anything about this aspect of media. And so I just started to write what the vision that I saw and I started to write and then I started to talk to people um, some discouraged me, some disappointed me during the process, but God allowed me to connect with the right um, persons. And now we have seven shows that are recording and will be aired. And on starting September 1st, we launched the Meet the Stars on July 31st. And so this has been a quick turnaround. So this process was a kind of little quick process, but there's still some process going on in the midst of process. <laughs> and um, RBN TV, is on YouTube. Um, it's an empowerment um, educational um, shows where we are not just because we are in the Bahamas, it allows us a global platform as well to be able to reach others. And it's about transforming lives and transforming countries through um, the expert and thought leaders that we have as a part of our various shows. And um, there is some entertainment in there as well. And so there's a lot more we're going to be doing. And so I've just been pulling together a lot of, I call it hidden talent and dusting them off. It's, you know, like diamonds in the rough and to be able to give them their place and space to be able to shine. So I just feel like a mother <laughs> in the midst of all of this, giving voice to those who perhaps didn't feel that they were capable or competent enough to be able to do it. And now we have a wonderful cast of hosts, producers, film directors, graphic artists, um, I, I'm photographers, and the whole nine yards. So I, I had a crash course in the last three months on the whole media industry. And so I'm just thankful um, for this opportunity. And so September 1st, listen out for us, look out for us, RBN TV. We have seven wonderful shows with seven great hosts. And so feel free um, to join and watch us at any of our shows. We range from science and technology to relationships to money, um, looking at, um, you know, the global economic outlook. Uh, we go from nation building to, um, well, my daughter actually has one of the shows. And of course, as a young adult, she has to have the entertainment news. <laughs> so she's telling you all the hot stuff. <laughs> so we talk about agriculture and farming and you know food security is now a big conversation globally and so we're talking about backyard farming how to go from the farm to the table and we have wonderful chefs who are coming on so it's a lot of logistics a lot of moving parts and as you can tell I'm really excited yes. about all of this because again it's my opportunity um, to a lot of the skills networking that I've been doing over the years and allowing others to come into that space and to benefit 
and to give them um, an opportunity to showcase who they are and what they're capable of doing. And so RBN TV is just not only an online streaming um, channel, but it's a platform to be able to give people a voice and an opportunity to shine. That is awesome. And I know that I will be listening. And, and I'll be sure to share it across all of my platforms uh, because I think uh, what you're doing, you're covering area, certain areas, like you're taking holistically in a sense, you know, I'm taking this part and this part and this part. And I think that is so needed. And I think definitely that is needed on a global platform. So I definitely appreciate you sharing that. So we're going to go ahead and, um, Tell the, tell the listener, let me ask you this, tell the listener, um, what would you like for them to know about you or, or, or reach out to you? I know you just mentioned something about uh, RBN Studios and you said that it's on YouTube, correct? Yeah. So they yeah, should be able to, they, so they should be able to go on there and subscribe to your channel. Yeah. Um, and what I'll do is if you could be so kind as to tell the listeners um, also where they connect with you at on social okay. media. Well, I am excited to connect with anyone around the world. I'm a global girl, so global yes. mindset. So I'm always open to, um, to network with um, persons around the world. And so if you want to connect with me and I am looking forward to you doing so, um, you can find me first on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Raquel Benaby Hart. So just look for Raquel Benaby Hart. That's Raquel spelled R like Raquel Welch. So R-A-Q-U-E-L, Benaby, B-E-N-A-B-Y, Hart, H-A-R-T. So all of my social media platforms as it relates to connecting with me personally are at those pages as well as it's on YouTube as well. Now for the... Um, RBN TV Studios. You can find that on YouTube at RBN TV Studios. <laughs> and so it's easy to find. Just look us up. And, you know, one of the things that we're all about, it's key. It's about empowerment. It's about transforming lives. And so you will always find as you connect with me, there has to be a positive word to deposit into someone's life because we may not see the fruit of that today as we talked about process. And like you said, we're just being patient, but we will see the harvest in time. And so what I do, I love planting seeds um, in the lives of people. So if you're going to come and connect with me, that's what I'm all about is planting seeds and to be able to get you to the next place that you need to go. And so feel free to follow me at any of those um, on Facebook, Raquel Benaby Hart, Instagram, Twitter. Um, what else did I miss? Is <laughs> it so many channels on um, Google Plus? I mean, you name it, LinkedIn. Yeah. I am yeah. in all of the social media spaces and I will be delighted to connect with you to create meaningful exchanges. Amen. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining in on Living a Fanatical Life podcast. It's been amazing to interview you and get a, just a little peek into the life of Raquel Benaby Hart. It's been just so awesome. And I thank you again for being my special guest. Thank and with you. that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is your girl, Bridget Washington. And as always, thank you for being a part of 
the Living a Fanatical Life podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, and Google Play. You can also follow me, Bridget Washington, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Bridget Empowers. See you on the next episode of Living a Fanatical Life podcast, and remember to always live fanatical. Thank you.